Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. My name is Noah Chung, one of the pastors here at Park, specifically within our Near South region. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered our use of this podcast, and instead we'll be posting a short devotional every day. We hope you enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Noah Chung. We are now continuing our series in Philippians. Um, in the past few weeks, we've been going to the letter to the Philippians written by Paul. And now we are actually in chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. So let me read our passage for today and share some quick thoughts and reflections that I've been having as I've read this passage the past few days. So Philippians chapter 2, verses 1. It reads, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, by being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, Paul continues on this theme of unity within Philippians chapter 2. And he continues this theme of unity by mentioning what is the foundational core, the, the bedrock in which unity is achieved. And he sees it and he encourages the Philippians. In in verse two, you see, he says, then make my joy complete. It's it's an imperative. It's a command by not, by being like-minded, by having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. We see Paul addressing now, calling the church to pursue humility, to not look to your own interests, but to the interest of others. And humility is such a unique and I think fascinating concept or theme or value. Um, if you look at older um, Roman or Greek uh, kind of historical documents about this idea of humility, it, it actually isn't a positive connotation. You know, today when you say a leader is humble or this person is so it uh, showed so much humility. It's kind of a, a good quality. It's an attractive trait that we see in our society. But back mm. then, humility was actually a much more negative. It, it had more negative connotations around it. It usually described the mentality of a slave. It conveyed weakness, shabbiness, uh, people who couldn't fend for themselves and were being beaten down by society. But for Paul, humility is what marks the unity of the church. 
And I think for us in the church today, especially within this whole season of COVID-19, we have this tendency to pursue humility, but not really pursue the humility that Paul is talking about. Because if we look at the rest of the passage, he taught, he gives an illustration of what true humility looks like. And he gives the ultimate example in the life and death of Jesus Christ. He goes, uh, if you look at verse 6 through 11, it's actually an, an ancient hymn, a hymn that was most likely sung in the early church, describing the incarnation of Jesus Christ, that though he was God, he became like man. He became a servant. And you see this downward trajectory in which he goes to the cross. And it's an amazing testimony of how God chose for the sake of the church, for the sake of all humanity to pursue humility through the death on a cross. And that is something that is so unique to Christianity. No other religion in the world has their God dying for the sake of humanity, dying for humanity's sins that they needed to pay, but how Christ paid it on our behalf. And as we just think about humility, there's so many different angles and areas that we can talk about, but one kind of practical, you know, call it application, call it a reflection that I've been having is it's so easy during this time to get caught up in ways that we can be serving and loving and doing good things for others during this pandemic season. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a great, it's an, a Christ, Christian life ethic thing. It's important for us to be doing good work so that um, it exemplifies our love for our neighbor and for um, our, the church and for one another. It's a good thing. But what I'm questioning, and even I'm questioning myself is, what kind of attitude or heart motive is in pushing or motivating our desire to serve and love and do good works for our neighbors. I think for me right now, I, I have honestly a tendency to, you know, want to do these good things and serve and love, especially as a pastor and especially a part of a church to show our good works to others. But when I really get down to the bottom of it, trying to research, trying to figure out how I can serve and give and do, I realize that I'm planning and figuring out those things, not for the sake of serving out of humility, but I'm really serving out of a sense of pride, out of a sense of trying to earn my badge of honor, trying trying to do good works, yes, but putting my worth and my, yeah, my pride in those works that I'm doing for others. And I, I think it's a very um, slippery slope that we can easily fall into where there are seasons like this where we can easily serve and love and share um, good works with others. But when we begin to do that, the pride in our hearts, the sin in our hearts they begin to kind of seep into our good works and start making those good works more about us than about others. It's more about how much I can give to this uh, food bank or homeless shelter or to my neighbor who needs food. It's more about how many prayers that I can give to people or how many works that I can help others or 
um, serve others or how much, you know, maybe you're a front, you know, you're a worker in a grocery store or a doctor. It's, it's more about how much I can give and look how much I'm doing. And it doesn't take very long to kind of get into that slippery slope and fall into this false sense of humility. But when we look at the example of Christ, we see an all abandonment of his own life for the sake of the other. And this is what Paul is encouraging the church in Philippi to pursue. And I began to think about this. It's, it's really difficult for us to completely understand how to live this life with true humility. But I think one step that I've been kind of wrestling with and one way that we can practice genuine humility is that when we serve, when we give, when we share, when we do good works, when we love our neighbor, is that we need to check our hearts first. We need to check our hearts and ask, God, am I doing this for myself? Am I doing this so I can share it on social media? Am I doing this to you know, check my good work off for today? Or am I doing this out of genuine love and for the interest of the other? And so uh, maybe a challenge or a reflection that I have for you know all of us going throughout the week that we have um, this week with the pandemic probably not ending within a couple of weeks or maybe even longer. As we give, as we serve, as we pray, before we do those good works, let's be people who get on our knees and pray and ask God, help me to serve, to love, out of a genuine heart for the interest of other and not for the interest of, for myself. Because as we continue on in this hymn in verses 9 through 11, we see that when Christ took that downward trajectory, God then exalted him to the highest place, the name that is given that is above all other names. And only through his, only by his humiliation, by his downward trajectory, God the Father enable him to be exalted and lifted high. And that's the promise that he gives to us as well, is that when we are dying, when we are serving, when we are being humble, we are like seeds dying and being planted in the ground so that fruit could be, so that we could bear good fruit and that also we could be like Christ one day and be with him in all his glory. And so hopefully that's an encouragement to you all. Thank you for, for listening. Um, we really hope you're doing well during this season, praying that God continues uh, to, to build in you a heart of humility throughout the season um, and that God will remind you of the humility of, that Christ also showed to you as well. We'll have another devotional for you all tomorrow and continue on in Philippians. So stay tuned. Thank you for your time.